Welcome back, everybody, to the episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. This is uh, episode number 116, dedicated to a man who on July 27th, 1990, became the first skateboarder to land a 900, Mr. Tony Hawk. And as always, they go sit again downloading to the episode of the podcast. On today's episode, we talk a little bit about there being live sports once again on our TV screens. There are a couple groups coming together and pushing the University of Kentucky to rename their basketball arena. And there is a new expansion team in the NHL. If you have not heard their name, stay tuned. But first, with sports being back on our TV screens, but I will talk all about that here in a second, it brought something new. It brought something interesting. Fake crowd noise. Cardboard cutouts of people in the seats. And at first, with the at first glance, you're thinking, wow, this is a bad idea. And then when you see this actually happening in real time while you're watching the game, you're thinking, wow, this is a whole lot better than I expected. One thing I was kind of hesitant on was when sports came back, what will it look like? What will I be seeing? Will it be like the KBO, the Korean ba- baseball organization, where it's just baseball, players, umpires, coaches, that's it? Nothing in the stands? No ambient noise? No nothing? Well, that's kind of what it sounded like. That's what it was when ESPN was broadcasting KBO, and they still are broadcasting KBO baseball games. KBO, they didn't put anything in the stands. KBO, no ambient or background noise ESPN could have done that but they chose not to in the beginning but lo and behold when baseball came back what did we see with baseball we saw fake crowd noise it was uh the Cubs game Cubs and Brewers I believe it was Saturday I was watching that game Saturday afternoon sitting on my couch working on the YouTube page for the podcast Newsflash, there is a YouTube page for the podcast, and every guest appearance will be on there very, very soon. But back to what I was already talking about, about fake crowd noise and things like that. So as I'm watching that game, I am sitting there on my couch, and I'm thinking, huh, this isn't that bad. It's almost like it's a regular game. If I didn't look up, if I didn't look up to see that the stands were literally empty, I would not know there weren't fans in the stands. Now, yes, the noise, you know it's fake. Yes, the noise in your mind, you know it's, there's no one out there. But with all actuality and with the application of what they're doing to try to make this seem somewhat normal, Fox is doing a great job. Now, I believe ESPN as well, they're doing the things as well. Fox is something interesting. Now, with the Dodgers, you already saw the Dodgers had cardboard cutouts of players, or excuse me, of fans in the stands. I saw Nomar Garciaparra. I saw Chipper Jones. I believe I saw Alex Rodriguez. I mean, I saw people in faces, former baseball players that I knew in the stands. But what Fox is also do- doing, what they did during the Cubs and Brewers game on Saturday afternoon, I believe, I believe it was, I believe it was Saturday afternoon. There were virtual fans there. Looked very much like MLB The Show. They pulled that in there, and I'm not sure if that's where they got it from or where they got the idea. But those the fans that they pulled in looked just like MLB The Show. You pull the fans in, the fans sit in. Now, you, you could also tell there were times that when they were trying, literally in real time, trying to get the fans to sit in the literal seat, the fans are sitting on the seat back, not on the seat itself. So you could tell that it was fake, but they were doing a great job of trying to make 
it normal. And right now, I think it's all we need as fans is for this to be as normal as possible. We have gone so long with nothing that people have been complaining about everything that has been put into place to try to make things normal. Oh, sports? Yeah, great. Bring sports back. Fake fans? Nah. Ambient noise? Fake crowd noise? Nah. Then lo and behold, when you see it actually happening right before your eyes, or you're doing things around your apartment or your home or wherever you are and you're listening, you're like, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. We have an issue. We have a big issue. There are no fans there, but I am hearing it like there are fans there. So in my mind, if I didn't know there were no fans there, what I am hearing is actually making it seem like there are fans there and making it seem more realistic than it actually is. And I got to give it up, guys. Fox, first ones I know. I know Fox is ahead of the game. I've heard interviews with Joe Buck where Joe Buck has said, hey, yeah, we're pumping in crowd noise. And people are like, oh, wow, that's weird. That's going to be uh, normal. Well, you got to think as a broadcaster, you would rather hear some crowd noise, even if it's fake, than nothing because your rhythm can get down. The rhythm between him and John Smoltz can get down and can be perfected or it can be get better and get groomed. And it's like, wow, this seems somewhat normal. This seems like what we're used to. I am very excited, very happy that Fox was ahead of the game, that Fox is doing things at a great pace and that they were really just introducing something new. That has made this seem very, very normal. Fake crowd, fake noise. Originally, it sounded odd, but with the application, the way that's being put on display right before our very eyes, they're doing a phenomenal job with that. Keep it up, Fox. ESPN, keep it up. TNT, not sure what you'll do or if you'll do anything when you guys start broadcasting NBA games this coming Thursday. But if you do, I will not. Jay Stevens will not be mad at you. Let's go ahead and take a trip to your favorite baseball team, the Orlando Bubble, IMG Academy, down there in Orlando where Major League Soccer is playing because, guys, we have live sports, different leagues back on our TV screens, and it makes sports fans oh so happy. Back in the day, mid-90s, I'm in elementary school. School's out on Friday, and you know what that means? No school Saturday, no school Sunday. We are excited to just go home and have fun and be a kid, get home. I ain't got to do no homework. I don't have to have that little period of time to just go ahead and relax and then hop on the schoolwork. Nope, 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 nope. No homework, no nothing. Get home, book back goes down, maybe either set down and start playing Super Nintendo, dating myself a little bit, but those of you listening... You have probably played the Super Nintendo. You know what you know about the Super Nintendo? That was the thing back then. It was exciting to get home and play said game. So, Super Nintendo, sometimes my brother and I would get home, put our book bags down, go to the driveway, and play 21. Basketball, baby. Back and forth, back and forth. Get a little physical, push each other down a little bit, get a little scrape, get, get, get hurt a little bit. Hey, it's all good. You want to know why? You are kids. You are kids. And kids, it's okay for those things to happen. If you're a kid listening to this right now, and you don't know about 21, you don't know about Super Nintendo, you don't know about Atari, the regular Nintendo. If you don't know about those, those things, if you don't know about getting home after school and going outside and playing, talk to your parents. Ha! Trust me, they will definitely introduce that into your life. But 
Friday night after school. Get home and relax and do absolutely nothing. Nothing on the agenda. The only thing. And those of you that you know that late 80s and in the 90s, you guys know exactly where I'm going with this when it comes to things on television, things that you watch as appointment TV, TGIF, baby. Thank God it's Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you producers that put this into action to make this a block where people will sit down in front of their television screens and watch TV. Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That's the lineup between 95 to 96. And let me tell you, all four of those shows, love them. Grew up loving them. Family Matters, we all know Urkel. Did I knew that? Probably did it bad, but you all remember that. Boy Meets World, Topanga Lawrence, Corey Matthews. I could go through the whole lineup and be like, yeah, Jay, let's go. Step by Step. An underrated show, in my opinion, a show that I think needs more notoriety, should get a whole lot more credit than it currently gets, and then hanging with Mr. Cooper, guys, 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock on Friday when it's TGIF time, my parents knew, people knew. Don't mess with Jay. Don't mess with people when this is on the TV screen. You want to know why? Because it is appointment television, and it makes all of us happy. That is the same way I have felt for the past week, especially this weekend with the start of the Major League Baseball season, with the NBA scrimmages, and with everything else going on. The WNBA started on Saturday. Sabrina Unescu and Sue Bird played played one-on-one. Their teams played against each other, and guys, guys, guys. We have been waiting for this for a very long time. COVID-19, I believe that, I believe COVID shut things down or the NBA shut things down. I believe it was March 11th or March 12th. I believe it's the 11th, but I'm not sure if it's the 11th or the 12th, but COVID shut things down. The NBA shut things down, and then everything started to be a trickle-down effect. You already heard me talk about how the Ivy League canceled their postseason basketball tournament, and then everybody in, in college started to follow suit. And then all of a sudden, we didn't know. MLB negotiations, I actually listened back to an interview I did during the down period, and one person asked, do you think the Major League Baseball will have a season? I said, I don't know. And the first question was, do you think the NBA will have a season? Do you think the Major League Baseball will have a season? I said, Major League Baseball, I don't know. Their negotiations, they make no sense. Lo and behold, Rob Manfred actually had the chance to be uh, the man making making a decision, and he eventually did it even though he could have done it immediately he eventually did it NBA I was 100% sure I was I was on the side I won't say 100% but I was on the side of them having a season and lo and behold what do we have we have them having a season right now and guys 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 Saturday afternoon I am sitting down on the couch working on the YouTube page for the podcast and I am sitting here thinking oh Literally, that didn't come out of my mouth. That's how I'm feeling. TGIF was the thing in the 90s. Appointment TV, and you knew it was coming. This right here, this right here is almost the equivalent of that, if not better, because we have gone without sports for oh so 
long. All we got, we've heard Tom Brady and his boys are illegally working out there in Tampa. They should be at home. Tom Brady is going to the wrong house and trying to go hang out and work out with, not work out with, but get to know Byron Leftwich, his new OCO. Tom Brady's doing this. Tom Brady's doing that. It's wrong. We have had things with COVID. We have had players working out, but not really, not really actively proclaiming and saying on social media like normal that they have been working out. We have had so much going on, the social things going on. With the Breonna Taylor, the WNBA, they made a statement with that in their opening game. Proud of them for that with some of the things that they have done. But guys, guys, sports being back, it's amazing. And as I'm sitting there, I know I've referenced the Cubs game. As I'm sitting there watching the Cubs and Brewers game, I am on my computer doing things getting things done for the podcast to enhance the the process in the way that you, the listener, can consume. That's, that's the word. Consume the podcast, not just by audio via podcast, but on YouTube. Some of the guests that I've had on, you will actually be able to see the entire interview, the entire conversation with two people. It's a video. Me on one side, the guests on the other. I, I know over the weekend I was watching myself and Cody Gwynn recapping the last dance, and I'm like, wow, this is great for viewership. Not This is great for the podcast. Not just so people can consume with the podcast via audio, but you can literally sit at home, put it on your TV, and do work, or sit down and watch me and Cody and other guests chop it up a little bit about sports. Besides, I'm working on the podcast, and I'm like, man, Cubs game's on. I tweeted this out. My dad uh, tweeted, tweeted back and said, I agree, exclamation point. I am sitting there normally doing baseball. Baseball is a sport that I can do things while the game is on because there's down periods during the game. There's a pitch, down period, another pitch, down period, another pitch. Oh, it's a ball, down period. And lo and behold, there are down periods in baseball. So normally during baseball games, no matter if I live by myself with my parents or with other people, it doesn't matter. I can do other things and try and do my best. And I can actually have a very, very do very well with it. I can keep up with what's going on with the game. And I was kind of curious, will it be like KBO where you had the broadcasters on the game, on the screen quite a bit to where there's no background noise, but the broadcasters are being shown just as much as the game. And it's not a real game experience or will it be like a real game now i know that they're calling the game from a studio so i know that in my head but if i didn't know that going into it would i be able to tell what is actually going on on the screen like it's a regular game and i'm sitting here working and i i my head goes down pitches pitches go through pitches go through oh i hear a hit okay he could coolly call it. okay cool he got on second base i'm sitting here like okay wait 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 wait, wait, wait. there is fake crowd noises i mentioned at the top of the show there are broadcasters, and this sounds normal. Literally, it sounds normal. So I highlighted the fake crowd noise of what they're doing right now to make this a real experience for us at the top because, guys, we have live sports, and it sounds normal. It's, it's, it's fine. I, I understand people are going to be a little upset with the cardboard cutouts and with the fake crowd noise and, oh, this isn't real. I don't want to watch the real product. You can be that guy. You can be that lady. But Jay Stevens, the people that he knows, a lot of sports fans, the way that we want to, and we are thirsty, very, very thirsty to consume sports right now, we are perfectly fine with what's going on. 
because we have waited for this for a very, very long time. Now, I have not had the access because I don't have NBA TV and I don't really stream other games to pay to pay for them on the internet, computer, things like that. So I have not watched one NBA scrimmage. I have not watched any NBA basketball. Only basketball I have gotten so far is the WNBA and the little I was able to watch from the basketball tourna- tournament. So this Thursday, when the NBA comes back, when it's on TNT, I am right there. I am in my spot, ready to go to watch basketball because, guys, this is what we have been waiting for for so long. We have said, we want live sports. We want live sports. We want live sports. Well, we got them back. We got the WNBA. We got Major League Soccer. We got Major League Baseball. The NBA comes back this week. Hockey comes back shortly after that. And I, I, I know, I know a lot of you love the Stanley Cup playoffs. And guys, this is going to be exciting. Oh, yeah, for you baseball fans, looks like it's going to be 16 teams in the playoffs, in the Major League Baseball playoffs. A 60-game sprint through the season, and they're going to allow more people out there to actually have a chance to win the title. You would say, oh, I don't want to do that. You guys are doing participation trophies. I like the playoff format for baseball the way that it was. You can be that guy. But I am so happy. I am so thirsty. Back in the the day, I had a big, talking about celebrity TV crushes. Boy, boy, boy. Your boy had a crush on Topanga Lawrence from Boy Meets World. Yes, that was her. That was her. That was her name on the show. I know her real name, but Topanga Lawrence back then. Hey, y'all. Your boy got excited anytime she was on TV, and right now I am getting excited anytime there are live sports on my TV screen. We've been waiting for this for a long time. We are thirsty for live sports, and live sports are here. And us as sports fans can consume something that makes our lives a whole lot better. Have you been trying to find a way to make wiser bets, but failed in your search? Well, your search is over. Plutus Sports Analytics has everything you need. Plutus Sports Analytics does all the hard work for you. They crunch the numbers. They use the analytics and provide the picks to help you make more money. With their partnership with the podcast, you can save 10% off one of their subscriptions by simply using promo code JSP10 at checkout. Once again, that's JSP10. Let Plutus Sports Analytics help you make more money. As many of you know, Jay can't stand cancel culture. Not at all. Can't stand it. However, when this next story came across my Twitter timeline, I thought this to myself, hmm, literally, that sound came into my head and that was a real thing. Hmm, does this story make sense? And as I was thinking in my head, does it make sense? I started reading an article, reading another article, reading another article to try to get the full context of what is going on. The African-American and Africana Studies Program at the University of Kentucky has gone to the UK president and said this. You need to remove Adolph Rupp's name for being a part of the title of the arena that the University of Kentucky Wildcats basketball team plays in. The current name of the arena is this, Rupp Arena at Central Bank Center. Now, I, for all my life, and even up until now before doing some research for this year's episode, 
I thought it was always called and would always be called Rump Arena. Had no idea that somebody paid to put their name on the building, and it's now called Rump Arena at Central Bank Center. Why? Because... Adolph Rupp is one of the best coaches in college basketball history. Adolph Rupp is a guy, you think about University of Kentucky basketball, you don't go very far, and he may be the first person that comes into your head when it comes to coaches, coaches, the top coaches at the university. Adolph Rupp is that guy. And I mean, he was in an era, he was in a time, and when you went somewhere, you found a place you liked when you were good, ha, huh, you didn't leave. Well, like you were good, you were going here, you were going there. I mean, Rick Pitino would have been nice if he stayed at one spot, but that wasn't how it was. Would have been nice if John Calipari stayed at one spot. Unfortunately, he couldn't, so he had to keep going other places. It would be nice if so many other people would have stayed at one spot, but that's not the way the things are right now. I ate off Rupp, when I say stay at one spot for a long time, he coached at the University of Kentucky for 41 seasons from the 1930-31 season to the 1971-72 season. He seasons he has an 82.2 win percentage uh, for his career at Kentucky. He is the sixth. He has the sixth all sixth most wins in Division One history. He won four national championships. He won 27 SEC regular season titles. And if you want to go, most of us have never come in contact. Had never watched a game that Adolph Rupp coached, so you may not know anything about the man. I would encourage you, hit the Google. Type in Adolph Rupp, and the rest will be history. But however, when it comes to this particular story, when it comes to them trying to get his name removed from the title of the arena, it makes a lot of sense, their argument. In today's age, a lot of people are going about saying, if you have a racist past, you should not be a part of X, Y, or Z. If you have a racist past, even if you stopped it, even if you're firmly against it, that could or will come back to haunt you in present day. And right now, I think that's what's happening right now, especially with the University of Kentucky and the state of Kentucky and the history that the state of Kentucky has with racism. Adolph Rupp is a great coach. But those of you like myself that have watched the movie Glory Road, and if you have not watched it, I would encourage every person to watch that movie. One, it would help a lot of people here in America to watch that movie to try to fix or to educate themselves on things that have gone on in our country with race issues. But also, it will give you a greater light, a greater sense of the man, of the kind of coach, of the way that Adolph Rupp constructed his basketball teams. Up until 1969, Adolph Rupp had an all-white basketball team. From 1930 to 1969, that man had an all-white basketball team. Now, in your mind, you may be thinking, how is that possible? I watch basketball all the time, literally all the time, and there is no way that a man would have an all-white basketball team when black people, black athletes are literally the most athletic and the fastest, the strongest, they jump the highest, and that has been going on for years, even way before Adolph Rupp started coaching at the University of Kentucky, it was well known and it was common knowledge that black athletes are the best out there, black people are the best athletes out there, run, run the fastest, jump the highest, they are the strongest, and it is well known, not just now, but even back then. If you got a black brother on your team, your team going to be good, baby. Your team going to be good. But 
Adolph Rupp was determined to never be that guy, to never have a black athlete on his team. He knew that black players play different. He knew there was a different charisma. There was a pizzazz. There was a way that black players played that he didn't see comfortable. He thought that was bad basketball. All about fundamentals. All about all about dribbling this way and X amount of passes before any person on the team takes a shot. In the movie Glory Road, if you have not watched it, I would encourage you to because it pinpoints uh, I believe it was a 1966 NCAA championship, University of Kentucky versus Texas Western. Texas Western had an all-black starting five during that game. And the University of Kentucky, as you know, as I have already said, they had an all-white team. And Adolph Rupp, he was, he was determined. He's like, oh, look at those guys. We're going to beat them. We're going to beat them in his arrogance, in his, in his stupidity, literally, in his stupidity. He came out and made comments about them because of the color of their skin. And guys, we know that's wrong. We know that's stupid. We know that's idiotic. But back then, especially in the state of Kentucky, it was accepted for far too long. It was common knowledge that this ain't going to happen. Then all of a sudden, those five black guys, and when you watch the movie, you'll find out these guys came from all around the country. I know one guy who came from right there in Texas. I know one guy came from my state, um, Indiana, up in Gary, Indiana. I believe one guy came from Brooklyn, New York. And these guys came from all around the country to El Paso, Texas. And they went to the national championship game against one of the best – possibly at that time, the best college basketball coach to ever coach college basketball against the University of Kentucky that already had a great reputation, better than it is right now. And those brothers beat Adolph Rupp's team. And to the point that three years later, Adolph Rupp brought in his first black basketball player. And these people, these individuals that are coming out and saying that this name, it has come to stand for racism and exclusion. It alienates black students, fans, and attendees. I mean, they have a legitimate argument with the way that our country is now. And I'm not saying every everything, every person needs to be canceled. I heard Nick Cannon's comments. I don't agree with what Nick Cannon said, but my opinion about how that was handled with MTV or Viacom, CBS, I forget who, the, who owns that particular station with MTV, VHS, Mobile, and all things like that. But I forget, but my, my opinion about that may be different than the majority because of the way that I currently think and the way that I think that should have been handled. But when it comes to Adolph Rupp and his name and him removing it, yes, if you want to just equate Adolph Rupp with basketball, keep it there. Keep his name there. There's no problem with that. I already read it. 82.2 win percentage, and that's not over. Just two seasons, baby. I already said 41 seasons at one school. That's hard to grasp right now with the way that the current climate is of how college basketball coaches, excuse me, the way coaches and players move around just like the wind moves left and right in every second. Players could be one place one second and bam, go somewhere else the next. But Adolph Rupp, the man stood for racism. I am not saying anything that nobody else knows. It's not common knowledge. If it's not, go out there and look it up. Hit the Google, find his name. You'll figure out that what Jay Stevens is saying right now is true. It is sad. It's atrocious. It's embarrassing that for basically almost his entire coaching career, up until like the past three or four seasons, this man did not have one black athlete for whatever reason he could try to justify it in his mind. It's not correct. 
It's not right. And do your history on the man. They have a legitimate argument. Do I think the University of Kentucky will remove Adolph Srupp's name from the title? I honestly don't because basketball Kentucky is not as big as it is in Indiana. But their tradition at Kentucky is way bigger than the tradition is at the at Indiana University, the top program, the top school in both states. So I don't think they will. But if they do, I com- would completely understand. Because if you're going to look at the coaching career of a man and say, yeah, he's a great coach, he's, he deserves to be here, that's one thing. But if you were to look at everything that man stood for and say, yes, that man, that man right there deserves to be on in part of the name, part of the title of our arena with what Adolph Rupp st- stood for, with the way that he built his team, I would completely understand. It would be justifiable that the leadership, starting at the top of the president, says, yeah, that man was wrong. And what he did is time to change things, time to change the appearance of our university. And we got to get Adolph Rupp and his name off that off the title of the arena and get that man about the paint. Guys, basketball, live sports, fun, they're back. Adolph Rupp's name, I understand everything going on with that. But also, another good thing is going on. Now, you know I wasn't going to have exciting topics at the front, a little controversial topic here towards the towards the second half of the episode and end with another negative episode another negative topic no sir rebob your boy jay has you covered the nhl has a new hockey team an expansion team something that i was not sure was going to happen i didn't believe was going to happen but it did. I had no wind of it, but when it happened, the NHL kept it under wraps for quite a long time. Kudos to the, for the, to them for not getting that leaked. I mean, goodness. We got, what, what was it, the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons? They tried to tease you with the introduction of a new jersey, and someone messed that up. With the NCAA tournament, there were times that the bracket gets revealed a little early, so you have to boss the entire process and entire agenda to introduce the bracket. But the NHL, one of the big four leagues here in the U.S. of A, a league that doesn't get possibly the credit or the attention that it possibly should deserve. So you would think, oh, there's a possibility. But this right now, not just a possibility of it getting leaked, it didn't get leaked. And wow, when it didn't get leaked, it was big news. And people are wondering, what is a Kraken? So the Seattle the city of Seattle has a new sports team. Many people thought the new sports team in Seattle would literally be basketball. They would get another basketball team. Seattle Super Sonics, the basketball culture up there. Everyone thought they would get a basketball team. However, the NHL said, ha, 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 not so fast, my friend, not today. I'm not Lee Corso, I can't say it like him, but I'll use his line. Not so fast, my friend. The NHL with the Seattle Kraken have a new, have a new team. And when it first came out, I am thinking to myself, what is a Kraken? What is it? And I had to literally go to the Google and look up and see what is a Kraken. And the funny thing about this is, when I went to the Google, I typed in what is a K, and the next thing was Kraken. Because there are so many people like myself, and you may be just like me, who was searching to see not where the team was going to be, not who was going to broadcast the games, not what the arena name was going to be, none of that stuff. You're simply trying to find out 
what is a Kraken? So Kraken is this, the Kraken, or we say a Kraken, but Wikipedia says the Kraken is a legendary cephalopod-like sea monster of gigantic size in Scandinavian folklore. According to the Norse sagas, the Kraken dwells off the coast of Norway and Greenland and terrorizes nearby sailors. <laughs> terrorizes nearby sailors. When I saw the word gigantic in the picture that's here on Wikipedia, I am thinking, this thing is huge. This thing is massive. This thing is not something that I want to mess with. But here we are, the Kraken. If you are a part of or a follower of the page, uh, Instagram page, excuse me, Instagram page here of the podcast or the Facebook page, Instagram at JCMS Podcast, Facebook, the JCMS Podcast. Go there on both of them. You'll find a picture of what the new logo looks like. And you'll be like, huh, kind of clean. I like it. Seattle gets another sports team, which they have wanted. The NHL is expanding. All of a sudden, I listened to a podcast recently, and they were saying, oh, this is time for the NBA to expand. NBA, go back to Seattle. Where would the other team be? Because that person said, oh, the NBA could have 32 teams just like the NFL. And speculation started on the podcast. It's a three-person show. And they started having a conversation about where the other team could be for NBA expansion. Get one to Seattle. And then go. lo and behold, you'll find another, another team there in some city in America on the uh, in the Eastern Conference. The Kraken, guys. It's funny. It's interesting. It's unique. It's different. That's what sports are. Sports bring a uh, bring a smile to our face. They throw curveballs at us, not just when we're playing baseball or softball, but in real life, they throw curveballs at us. And that is why we love them. The Seattle Kraken, we love expansion teams. We love new things. We love when expansion teams are in fan bases and in areas that they will enjoy and that the newness and that the fans there will root like crazy for the new team there, and I believe that's what's going to happen there in Seattle. We saw with the Las Vegas team that they, that is there for the NHL and how that has gone over so so well so far. And I do believe Seattle, you probably didn't think you would get an NHL team before you got another NBA team, but here we are, NHL first. Hopefully, Adam Silver, Adam Silver, Get these people an NBA team. They have been thirsty. That, that, seems like, that seems like the word of the podcast. They seem thirsty for a new team. They have been thirsty for a, team, a new team, an NBA team, that is. And Adam Silver, you can deliver that to the people of Seattle. Thank you for listening to the episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. If you're not on Twitter, you would love to, to connect with the podcast. Your emails to jstevenspod at gmail.com. Remember to always subscribe, rate, and review. It's a great way for people that search for a new podcast, listen to, to come across this one. Then remember to always get the word out about the podcast via word of mouth. The things that we enjoy in life, we are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about. So no matter if this was your first episode or if you have been listening since episode one, be sure to let people know about the podcast. This has been episode 116 of the JC1 Podcast. I'll see you next time. <laughs>